Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to oh, freeze Wait, on. Not a game. Not, a, not, a, not the game that I go out there and, and die for. We want to welcome back another great guest all the way out there in NYC, man. I'm so happy to have him on this time for the podcast. My boy, he's out there doing his thing for nighttime radio with W Fan, the, the Brooklyn Nets fanalist, you know, number one fanalist that we bring on the show. I just want to bring on my main man, Keith McPherson, man. How you doing, man? Welcome back. Yeah, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a, a whole year. Yes, it's sir. September now. I think I just looked at the Skype interview we did. It was September 27th, so not a year wow. yet, but you know what time it is. Like, Absolutely. We're getting ready for the NBA to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for it. So, like, the Brooklyn Nets, man, it's, it's been a lot of drama, man. It's been a whole lot of drama. Well, I mean, that's what it is. Like, <laughs> As a Nets fan now with this new current – Nets world that we're in, the 7-Eleven, Kyrie, KD, <laughs> Ben Simmons era, it is drama-filled. I remember when it was quiet for us. I remember when nobody was talking about the Nets a couple years back. Okay. We were just happy to see Spencer Dinwiddie win the skills competition. <laughs> <laughs> and now you fast forward later, y'all got two primetime players. Obviously, you can even say three with Ben Simmons. We haven't seen him in a year. But, like, just just talk through – like this off season, like what's it been like for like for Brooklyn Nets fans to just kind of go through all this, the trade rumors, the it's either me or them stuff. Like, how's that been? Chaos, hectic, make you want to run and hide, make you collect all of your Kevin Durant merch and jerseys and sneakers and throw them away. Nah, <laughs> I mean, this was like, I, I won't say it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. But this was an offseason where – think about how the season ended. The Nets were swept out of the first round by the Celtics, who every Nets fan you know hates. Kevin Durant decided on, um, you know, free agency, the start of free agency day. It was I think it was June 30th that he wanted to request a trade. Every Nets fan that I knew was like, wow, they're about to blow this thing up. It's over that fast. We went the superstar route. We got the superstars. They barely played, right? KD didn't play in year one. He got paid. Kyrie last year, we all know about the vaccine. That threw off the entire season. Then they trade Harden for Ben Simmons, where I'm like, why would you do that? But now Uh I understand they had no real choice but to do that. This offseason was a mess. And for us to be right now where we are as Nets fans with this current roster, which arguably is the best roster of this 7-11 KD Kyrie era, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of optimism. It's year 10 in Brooklyn. They took my team out of Jersey where I'm from to Brooklyn 10 years ago. I boycotted the first year. 
the first year I was like, I'm not rocking with them. I'm not going to the game. <laughs> I love it. I'm not I doing any of that. Like, why? Like, it's not cool. I understand Jay-Z thinks it's cool that he's bringing the Nets to BK, ball so hard. I'm like, bro, it's not cool. We only exactly. got the devils over here. Like, <laughs> you, you left us with, with just the... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You couldn't throw up the rock? <laughs> hey, they had me giving Jay-Z no spins. I was mad. That's tough crowd. That's tough crowd. I was crowd. mad. I was so mad. But honestly, my, my wife now, who was my, my girlfriend back then in college, she got me tickets to go to the playoffs, and we actually played against the Chicago Bulls. It was um, April 29th, 2013. Mm-hmm. And when I stepped into Barclays Center... I understood. <laughs> I said, this shit is way better than Continental Airlines Arena. This is an actual NBA venue. Okay, I understand the vision. And now fast forward a decade, here we are with superstar talent and a roster that people are saying should be able to compete, win the East, and maybe get to the finals. But they've been saying that about the Nets the last three years. All right, so we, we talk a lot about the roster, and the roster is obviously incredibly important and very unique in the NBA. Yep. But I want to ask you about Steve Nash. What what are your thoughts on Steve Nash? Do you like him, dislike him? Is he the right coach for this team? I mean, they they should have already fired him. They should have let him go. Right? That was the second part. First, KD said, I'd like to request a trade. And then halfway through that, he says, get Sean Marks and Steve Nash about it. Crazy. (laughs) Yo. Well, first off, we knew they weren't going to do anything with Marks. Marks is the guy that architected the whole thing that got us here, right? Yep. When we had no picks, when we had Kenny Atkinson as the head coach. How do you feel about Kenny real quick? How do you feel love, about Kenny? Love Kenny. Because you do too, Oh, right? yeah, pro Kenny. Love Kenny. Love, there's nothing to hate about the guy. I mean, some people disliked his coaching style because he was hard on players. There was times where he'll put Spencer on the bench, Karis LeVert on the bench. He, he'll bench a guy to teach him a lesson or show him something. But, like, I felt like that was needed because he was molding – these young players into stars. Almost all of those guys that he coached, they got paid. Joe Harris got paid. Uh, Big J, Jared Allen got paid. Yes. Harris gonna get paid. Spencer got paid. Like guys left and uh, went and got a check. But anyway, back to Steve Nash. He's not the coach for this team. Like what what Sean Marks did was hire a friend and mm. also a name that in NBA circles is highly regarded. Right. But if you take away that name, they hired an unexperienced head coach, a guy with no head coaching experience to lead a team that needs a leader. You saw mm-hmm. that in the, in the Celtics series. They couldn't adjust. They couldn't they, – they were they were completely outcoached by Ime Udoka and the Celtics coaching staff. And Ime was right next to Steve Nash last year on the bench with the Nets. He knew the whole formula. Like, so with Steve Nash now, I think what it is – you know, the Nets organization from Josai to Sean Marks, they're friends with Steve. Josai and, and Steve are even in business. They're not going to do that to Steve. They're not going to pull the rug from under him. They're going to at least give him this next year. Okay. But I think with KD defending him, if you remember in the post game after the Nets were swept, KD came out to say, hey, give Steve a break. He had to deal with Kyrie in and out of the lineup. He had to deal with injuries. But I don't know. I looked at the team last year when the Nets lost 11 in a row. I'm like, they could have fired him then. What's going on? Like, 11-game losing streak, they couldn't get it done. So here we are with a team that it's funny because Kyrie Irving went on the ETC. Shout out to Eddie Gonzalez and the podcast he does with Kevin Durant. And that first episode, what did they say? Oh, anybody could be the head coach. 
on any given night, any of us could be a head coach. We don't really need a head coach. (laughs) Bro, why would you say something crazy like that? I mean, the basketball gods hear all. And then you get into a four-game series, which would only be a four-game series, where you needed a coach. You needed a Monty Williams-type figure. You need at least somebody that knows how to call timeouts, bro. The first... The first season of Steve Nash, I'm in the arena with the fans. We're throwing up the T like, yo, time out. Stop the run. What is it? 8-0 run. 10-0 run. Coach, call time out. You can affect the game. Wild. Can can Do you think like, okay, so if Steve Nash can't be the leader that this team needs, can Kevin Durant or Kyrie be a team leader? Can you trust them to be the team leaders? Cause no. What's your opinion on that real quick? Like, I don't you, think you can. Yeah, I don't think so either. Cause so like, what do you think the direction is for this team? Like in terms of a potential new head coach or a coach that could be out there? Is it someone on the, on the it's staff Nash. already that could do something? Nah, it's Nash. They fired some more coaches. Um, it's, it's, it's on Nash to grow. It's on Nash in year three to take a, a step forward. I'll okay. give him a little credit for a little step forward between uh, season one and two. You know how you'll be watching uh, NBA on TNT and they'll do like the inside tracks and you'll hear the like coaches mic'd up. There was a couple of times where he actually surprised me. I'm like, Steve Nash is actually telling him some stuff to do. <laughs> like, I didn't know that he really did that. I thought he just stood there and clapped and, you know, watched the game like everybody else Managed in the, the arena. Managed right. <laughs> right, Managed the Hey, get up. You got to get off the bench. But they're in a position now where like, Kevin Durant is a basketball savant. Kyrie yes. Irving is a basketball savant. What I mean by that is they know the game inside and out, but they are players in the game. You can't coach the game when you're in the game. There's, nice. there, there's too much going on. You saw how the Celtics defended KD, right? How they neutralized KD. And in that first game where Kyrie dropped 39 points, they lost that game at the very last seconds due to Defensive collapse, Mm. poor coaching, not having them in the right position. And that's what I'm saying. In the game, you can't like you can't coach the team in the game. You need somebody on the outside looking in to stop runs, to make adjustments on the fly, to get you in the best position to succeed. And they can't do that on the court. They're all world. Right. Nets fans got fooled last year. Oh, Kyrie, 50, 60 point game. He's gonna be able to. He's gonna be able to do that all through the playoffs. Get him with KD. Watch. No, playoff basketball is different. Basketball it's a different level. It's matchups, right? Just just look at the, how the roster was constructed last year, with smaller guys like Bruce Brown and and Goran Dragic and Patty Mills. They had no chance against the Celtics. They had no yeah, chance against players, the Celtics. Yeah, all those wing players for the Boston Celtics. You right? There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So... With that being said, then, the way the, wa- the roster is constructed now and you look at the way the team looks, are, are you scared of any other Eastern Conference team? Like what? Hell what yeah. Team's a few you? now. A few now. Last year, um, I, I forget. I, I feel like last year I said the Bucks, 
But I think I also told y'all the Miami Heat. If, if y'all go back to last year's episode we did, I was shook of the Heat because I saw the Heat got P.J. Tucker, Kyle Lowry. We saw how that ended up going. But now, again, the Bucks and the Heat. But obviously the Celtics, the defending Eastern Conference champions, right. and the Sixers. Ooh, Those you think the Sixers? Wait, wait, wait. Sixers. You think the Sixers can compete? With the Brooklyn Nets as yeah. they are currently constructed, why? Why not? Well, uh, well. So, what's your thoughts on James Harden? You think he's gonna? We're gonna. No, see no, no. Start with Joel Embiid. Start with Joel Embiid. Okay. We got okay. nothing well, for that man. MVP. Well, one of the MVP candidates again this season. <laughs> he's due to win an MVP. Yeah. Nikola Jokic can't win it three years in a row, or can he? <laughs> bro, that'll be just too. Nah, much. he actually could though. He got the he, bread he, now. He might be on. He some got players other. coming back. He do got some he players. Got yeah, some. Jamal Murray coming back. What's the update on Michael Porter Jr. Like. I don't know. It's going to be a different game for him. He might not win MVP because he's got more help. But either way, Embiid, if you look at the Nets roster, who's going to stop Embiid? Nick Claxton? Mm. Barbecue chicken alert. <laughs> mm. Dayron Sharp in year two? His second year in the league? Mm. Utah Watanabe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Utah, Utah Watanabe, when the Nets signed him this week, I'm like, for why? But, you know, whatever. So, like, if you don't have that, if you don't have anyone to stop him, Harden, I'm not really too sure about Tyrese Maxey. I wanted I wanted him in the deal with Ben. I was I was beating the table like, hey, if we got to if we got to do a deal, they got to send Maxey. You knew they weren't going to send their young, talented. Like, yeah, no. But, yeah, I put those four teams in it. And I'm also not sleeping on the Cavs. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's other teams that are going to take a step forward. They're going to – the Cavaliers – mark my words. The Cavaliers are, are going to give some teams hell this season. They're going to be better this year. You see – you feel like they'll be outside of the play – they'll be inside of the No, uh, they'll the be in six. the playoffs. They'll be in the playoffs. I'm okay. just saying. Even like – um, I don't want to say the Hornets. There's some other teams in the East. Toronto – um, you you know how it goes, bro. The Bulls, like there, there's other teams in the East that if they get hot, they go on runs, they can challenge. So, you know, I see ESPN and I, I put a tweet out on Talking Nets. I'm like, damn, they love hyping the Nets, like they love gassing the Nets. And I see Mike Greenberg and Jay Will talking about why is nobody talking about this Nets team with KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons if oh, they're healthy? about Ben Simmons. <laughs> I don't I don't have a way to feel. I haven't seen him hoop. Last I heard, he broke up with Maya Jama. I think that's an L. Right? <laughs> I, think, I, I think if you lose a Maya Jama, you're you're losing. But hey, maybe maybe he'll focus up and lock in. I have not seen that man hoop. How do I feel about Ben Simmons? They teased Ben Ben Simmons returning in the playoffs. I'm showing up to Brooklyn. I'm seeing a, a big ass Ben Simmons. With a sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. The, the Nets had this, like, Ben Simmons marquee where it was, like, 2021 playoffs, Ben Simmons, and they had this whole, like, Power Rangers uh, Nets level thing. So they gassed us. They had us thinking that Ben was going to turn and uh, return in game three, four, whatever. No, he was just getting fits off. That was his whole thing last year. I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up and I'm going to get these fits off. Drip. I, I, I'm like that. I, I, I'm, I'm designer down. 
I'm going to show up to Brooklyn where it's lights, camera, action, New York City, and there's famous people courtside. I'm one of them. <laughs> Best seat in the house. Best ben Simmons. Best seat in the house. He'll get up, do a couple dribbles just to, sh- <laughs> just to show y'all, you know, I, I can still handle the rock a little bit, but he didn't even think about pump faking. He wasn't going to shoot it. That was Melo with, uh, with the courtside pump fake. They should go ahead and sign Melo to this roster right now, too. Might as well. Ooh. Honestly, might as well. Just <laughs> the way the Nets are saying. And, and you look at it. If, if Ben Simmons is healthy, yeah. theoretically, let's say Ben Simmons is healthy, wh- what is this roster? Wh- what can it do? Wh- what can it do if Simmons is healthy, Kyrie plays all the time, Katie stays and plays all the time? What is the ceiling a championship? Is that realistic? I mean, they've been talking about championship this whole run, this whole time. Because yeah. you have, just start with Kevin Durant, you have arguably the best player in the league on the team. If they are healthy, which Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have not been healthy the full season. Obviously, last year Kyrie was healthy, but uh, the vaccine. If Ben is healthy, man, you a guy like Ben Simmons on the floor with KD and Kyrie like, we're not looking for Ben to shoot the ball. We're looking for him to play defense. We've needed a guy like Ben Simmons to play defense. And then also, we haven't had a guy that can come down and just mm, yam the ball, like dunk the ball like a Ben Simmons. I was at the game in 2021. It was Martin Luther King Day. I was just talking about this because uh, in my Nets chat, shout out to the uh, fans of Flatbush um, Nets group chat. They were talking about Ben in my ajama. And I was like, damn, he lost my ajama. And they're like, yeah, but, you know, he used to be with uh, Kendall Jenner. You know, he'll bounce back. He'll pull another one. And I was like, word. <laughs> I remember seeing Kendall at the Martin Luther King game. Poison to pay after dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sixers versus Nets in 2021. Ben Simmons went crazy. He had a 34-point triple-double. It was just him. He was bullying Jared Allen. If he can tap back into some of that, that's what the Nets need. They need his size. They need his defense. They don't need him to shoot the three. Joe Harris, they're not trading Joe Harris because they we lack that floor spacer in Joe Harris. Yes. Right? Just the threat of a Joe Harris. Patty Mills can be that. We don't need him to shoot. We need him to play defense and facilitate. And if he's healthy with his size and what he's able to do with KD and Kyrie on the floor and a Joe Harris and a Cam Thomas – and whoever else it might be, man, these guys also have T.J. Warren now. We'll see what yeah. Royce O'Neal has. Like, there, there are some guys on this team that make you interested in seeing what training camp preseason looks like now. This is a different look for the Brooklyn Nets. They're, they're younger now. They're not going to be relying on uh, Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge or, you know what I'm saying, or James yeah. Johnson. Like, it's time. It's, it's put up or shut up time, right? Kyrie opted in. KD tried to get out, but like you signed a four-year contract, bro. At least play that and it first starts year. This season, right? And that right. contract starts. At this least season. give us the first year. We don't built this whole Nets world around you. We don't brought Ben Simmons over here. We don't know what he's gonna be. Oh, and how can I forget about Seth? Seth Curry. He's Seth Curry a, is over here. Yeah. Crucial point. Yeah. So like having real important having Seth and Joe Harris out there. So imagine this lineup, right? What do you think? How you think this lineup can do with a Seth Curry, Joe Harris? Like on some small ball, like just you got to have Joe out there, Seth, a Kyrie, KD, and a Ben Simmons. Run it. Brooklyn, we're in there. I cannot wait for the games to start. It's going to be turned up. It's going to be a different energy, right? It's not going to be the energy of last year where it's like, all right, we waiting on um, 
uh, Bruce Kyrie. to Bruce to put a floater in. Nah, we waiting on Kyrie, bro. Like I'm so glad last year's in the past. Like you know, I love Kyrie. I'm a big Kyrie fan. But I mean, you know, his personal decision to not get the vaccine is where the season started to go off the rails. No, I don't care what anybody says about um, KD's injury or you know whatever. The 2021 season was a wash because a guy that you were depending on was not available, and it was your decision to make him unavailable for road games. In the beginning, everyone has to remember that. The Brooklyn Nets thought because of PR purposes, uh, because of all the hysteria. We're in New York, yo. Like, this was ground zero for COVID. It's crazy looking back on it now, but, like, they treated Kyrie like he was the devil himself. And that threw that threw a wrench into everything. So now you come into the season, um, no mandate. You expect Kyrie to be there, but it's Kyrie. Ky- the wind could blow one way and Kyrie need a break. He needed the game off. You expect KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, all of these guys to play like a contender. Man, I remember last year, too, with Harden, and I'm glad we got Harden up out of there because, like, I mean, y'all know what James Harden is. Shout out to KD enjoying his time in Turks and Caicos right now with Drake and J. Cole and them. But you just saw the video of James Harden partying. James Harden, he's a party guy. He might as well be a rapper. He, he, he might be as- in the gym. No, hold on. Fairness to him this season, this offseason. There's plenty he of videos quit. out there. He quit on us. He, no, he Kings so game, quit on y'all. No, he's the show. Yeah, that Kings no, game, he had four points. I watched that man quit. He quit. So that's he why I'm like, quit. get him up out of here. He's more about being with Travis Scott and Lil Baby. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. He's with Daryl Morey in Philly. I, I bet you he has a decent season coming up. I bet you he's got something to prove. That's a Lil Baby song. But <laughs> last year when it was just Harden and KD, no Kyrie, every time they played one of those marquee matchups, nationally televised games, which, by the way, they they, they didn't put the nets on as many of those ESPN, TNT, uh, you know, ABC marquee games because they didn't know, you know, if it would be KD, Kyrie coming back or not. But when it was those two, they didn't stand a chance against the Warriors, the Suns. I remember that Warriors game. I was there. I was at, I was at a bunch of these games that were supposed to even against Miami. They were supposed to be Mar- the Bucks. They're supposed to be marquee matchups and the Nets lost all of them, right? Fans say, oh, this is a statement game. It was never a statement game for the Nets. <laughs> they were outmatched. They were outmatched. They were expecting to have a big three. They they never got that big three healthy together. They had to punt on the whole experiment. And here we are. Can Ben Simmons be the new part of that big three? I do not know. I have not seen that man on the floor since June of last year. So we hope as Nets fans, we always hope we hope that we would get to this point where we had superstars, where we were a legit contender, where we were talked about amongst the other top teams in the NBA. But we're talked about as a top team. We're not actually a top team. We're not finishing as a top team. They were swept out of the first round last year. They should have won in the second round. Injuries, whatever. They only got to the second round the year before. The year Your before that. Big. Yeah, <laughs> it was, man, that's pain. That was that was nothing but pain. Painful to watch. So, final question. You know what this question is. It's for you. This is for you. Now, Brooklyn Nets, they roll that basketball out come October. What is your boldest prediction for this Brooklyn Nets team it could be they mess around and trade KD in February it could be they number one C best record in the NBA it's your call what is your bold prediction for this Brooklyn Nets team my bold prediction for this Brooklyn Nets team is around Cam Thomas uh I've been saying this for a little while 
I was going to ask him about Cam Thomas. Too. They got to let him be like, he. this kid could be sixth man of the year. If mm. he takes the step forward that he should take, we saw, you saw glimpses of it as a rookie. He's a bucket. Like the definition of a bucket, he is a walking bucket. But he's got to mature. He's got to take care of, you know, both ends of the court. He's got to learn some more things. Um, his favorite player was James Harden. I feel like he looked up to James Harden. James Harden got out of here. KD kind of took him under his wing. KD tried to force his way out of here. I hope that they put all that behind them and they work on Cam Thomas because he can really be a threat. My boldest prediction is that he could be a six man of the year coming off the bench and being a scorer, kind of like Tyler Hero. You know, I love it. I like him. He can boy. He got a bucket. Set a five for sure. He got a he had a buzzer beater if I'm not mistaken last last year too. Yeah, to beat the Knicks, who we hate and we've swept them the last three years. They haven't beat the Knicks. Haven't the Knicks have not beat the Nets. In like three seasons, bro. I don't even remember the last time to tell you the truth. <laughs> so it's a net, it's a Nets world, and it's a Nets world. Big facts in New York nice City. Is, no matter how crazy the Nets are, you can look at the Knicks and be like, "Thank God, they're not the we're Knicks. not the Knicks." <laughs> yeah, I mean, good luck with R.J. Barrett and uh, and Brunson and all that, but they're oh, not man. they're they're not rocking with the Nets, and they know that. Their fans they, know that. Okay, hold on. Put you on the spot real quick. If they get Donovan Mitchell, then what's up? What's up? If if. Right. RJ's not in that deal. I, I would have sent RJ. Right. That would have been an immediate change. All of a sudden, <laughs> the Knicks got Brunson and Mitchell there. Different team. If they get Mitchell. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll win a game. Maybe they'll win a game. But the Nets have intentions on sweeping them. That's the whole thing. KD and Kyrie talked about. We're not going to the Knicks. We're going to the Nets and the Nets will run the town. How y'all say y'all run the city? You can't beat the team in the city. <laughs> You can't beat Love your next-door neighbor. You don't run the town. <laughs> Keith, tell the people where they can find your work, man. <laughs> hey, well, more talk like this happens on Talking Nets, at Talking Nets, on Twitter. I think we've got 16,000 followers on Twitter, 1,200 subscribers on YouTube, another, like, 6,000 followers on Instagram. But here's the thing. I also exist in the baseball world, right? Okay, yeah, tell us about it. Um, that's why I haven't been able to service my Nets brand, my Nets podcast as much, but we're getting into it. I'm in the business conversations of bringing Talking Nets, the show podcast back, but I'm on MLB Network three, four times a week. I do a nice. show called Off Base. It's a off base baseball show, right? We're not talking analytics. We're not talking numbers. We're not wearing suits and, and being all uptight about the game. We're having fun talking about baseball. And then I'm on every night on WFAN. WFAN is New York's number one sports radio. Yes, it's the first ever sports radio station created. And there's been legends that have come through there. And I'm blessed to be the nighttime host. I'm on every night after the Yankees games. And now as we get into the Nets season, I'm a part of what's called Brooklyn Nets Radio. Chris Carino and Tim Capstraw, who call the Nets games. I join them pregame and halftime and chop it up about the Nets, too. Sometimes I do it live from the arena with them. So all that's coming up. I would just look up my name at Keith McPherson and you'll find talking nets. You'll find my baseball coverage. You'll find what I do on MLB network and WFAN New York city sports talk radio. Keith McPherson, folks, look at that resume. He out there. Just I know we've got MLB network on in the office constantly. So we're, we're watching the show too. Uh, I'll Appreciate to see you. As that, as it gets, as it gets closer, mm-hmm. right? Brooklyn Nets season gonna get close. Ooh, boy, I can't wait to get that podcast <laughs> launched. Y'all get to talk of that talk. Listen, it was great having you on, Keith, bro. I appreciate it, man. We gotta have you back at least around All Star break or something. Of course, fellas. That's, uh, that's two years in a row on the preview. Let me know when you need me. Good luck with everything. We'll talk soon. Absolutely.